Chapter 2 It was the captain himself who came for her in the isolated room in which she was being held. For some time now, Lumnia had been hearing the screams of her friends and other young women she did not know as the soldiers raped them next door. As a result, she had retreated far inside herself to a place nobody could touch. A dark place of shadows and mist and the shortages of winter a place which bore no resemblance to the substance of her normal dreams. You, come with me. Lumnia followed the captain. It was the first time she had been outside the room in thirty-six hours. She had been having her period, and this had saved her from the initial free-for-all that had occurred a few minutes after their arrival in what the soldier who brought her food insisted on calling the Rape House. Now it was her turn. As she walked through the main rooms of the house, she saw naked girls walking around in a daze, many with dried blood down their legs, over their breasts, on the inside of their thighs. Some were being made to clean with mops and brooms and besoms. Others were lying on the floor as if dead. There were Serb soldiers sprawled everywhere, drinking rakia and beer and smoking domatitsa. As she walked behind the captain, the soldiers called out to her and made foul movements with their hands. Lumnia thought the captain would hand her over to them, but he continued walking, and she followed him. What else could she do? He took her to a private room in the back of the house and told her to undress and lie on the bed. I am a virgin, she said. You are all virgins, he said. That is the point of this. I do not understand, she said. You do not need to understand. You are not a human being. You are an Albanian. You were born a whore. I am merely here to remind you of this. Has your period ended? Lumnia nodded. Then you stay here sixteen days. I've decided to make you exclusively mine. I don't like sharing. Half these morons that I command are diseased, and they will pass this on to the girls. For my part, I draw the line at catching the clap. I am their captain, so what I say goes. You must remain in this room at all times. You will not mingle with the other girls, and you will keep yourself clean. Do you understand me? From now on, when I come in, you are at my complete disposal. If you fight... I give you to my soldiers. If you cry, I give you to my soldiers. If you try to talk to me when I do not wish to be spoken to, I give you to my soldiers. Do you understand me? Lumnia nodded again, although she had not understood half of what he had said. When the first rape was over, she sat on the bed in the corner of the room and wept in mourning for her virginity. No husband could possibly want her now. An Albanian bride needed to enter her marriage intact. No man in his right mind would wish to father children by a woman who had been soiled by a Serb. From here on in she would be considered touched, impure. What had been done to her could never be undone. Her few remaining relatives would turn away from her in shame, Lumnia rocked to and fro, clutching her groin in an effort to minimise the pain of the captain's intrusion. Later, 
When the pain began to ebb away, she thought about her father and her brother and her mother. But her memories of them were now overlaid by the horror of their recent deaths. This became her pattern of thought over the next few days, first regret, then realization. Finally, despair. Outside, she could hear the screams of the other girls as they were taken by whoever felt the urge. But she, for whatever reason, perhaps the captain's morbid fear of infection by what he had mysteriously termed the clap, was secured from the soldiers inside this room. She was the captain's property, as clearly his as if she had been marked by a brand. "'You are lucky,' said the captain one day. "'I am lucky?' said Lumnia. "'Yes,' said the captain. "'You could be with those other ones.' Instead.